Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm really excited to announce my guest. Um, We've been going back and forth trying to get this nailed down, and I'm super excited to connect. Um, Her name's Kendall Gilbert, and she's the creator and owner of Stationery for the Busy Girl. So welcome to the show. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thanks. And I wanted to say too, say thank you for sending me um, the package. I, I love it. I have them on my refrigerator. They are so helpful. Like now I don't, I don't really like plan groceries and meals. It's more my husband. But now that it's like there, I kind of like write in like what I want to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> or you should write in what you want him to make for yeah, exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> Put stars and, you know, smiley faces. But yeah, no, they're so awesome. I love it. So yeah, I can't wait to hear more about that. Um, but yeah, before we get into all that stuff, um, what do you think of the champagne? Oh, it's delicious. It's, I am drinking Pounce, which is, first of all, an adorable name. I have um, just a, a special uh, place in my heart for that um, specific word, actually, because at our house with our family, we have a family of two, and we play this game called Pounce, where if you're in need of cuddles or a little bit of attention, you yell pounce from anywhere in the house. And that means everybody has to come running and, and like basically tackle you. Oh. And give you- so, um, I thought it was so appropriate that that's the, um, the, uh, the wine that I got and I love it. It's so light and, um, crisp and uh, has a, a little sweet, um, sweetness to it and bubbly. So it's sparkling wine. So I really am enjoying it. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, that, that happened coincidentally, that that's such a fun game. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I just want to say thanks to my sponsor, Naked Winery. Um, yeah, they're, all of their wines are great. This has nothing to do with the sponsorship. I am a wine club member just because like their wines are that good. And it's like, I think mine is club C. I get six bottles four times a year and it's only 120 for those six bottles. So it's like a really good deal. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Like then they have sparkling white, red, all, everything. Um, so if you're in hood river bend or seaside, Oregon, go visit them. If not, you can um, visit them online at nakedwinery.com. Um, so yeah. So now diving in all to all the, all the juicy questions and everything. Um, how long have you, you know, had stationary for the big, busy girl? Um, like, what is it? Who does it help? Like, how'd you get into it? Your, your story? Yeah. Well, so first of all, um, I just, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and it's really fun to get to hear, um, other, other women that you have on the show, other people you have on the show. So, um, props to you for doing this. It's super, <laughs> um, so yeah, I have been, um, Stationery for the Busy Girl actually started evolving um, just a couple years ago. It is, so it's a pretty young business. Um, I have been in um, some sort of business really almost my whole life. Um, I grew up with a family of entrepreneurs, both my mom and my dad had their own businesses. And then my husband and I, shortly after we got married, we, um, created our own LLC to um, renovate a home and create, make it into a duplex and start renting it out. So I've been doing that, I think like almost 15 years now. Um, So, and then, so stationary for the busy girl, while it's a young company, I am thankful that I've had an opportunity to to be around entrepreneurship and um, just the the spirit of it my um, whole life. So, yeah. So, so what happened with that is um, I am a mom who works in the corporate world and um, realized we as as moms working um, we juggle many balls. We wear many hats, and um, we need we typically. Um, I don't, I don't want to say this for every family, but in my family, 
my husband is very busy with his job and his career too. And so um, I end up being the one just by default, probably because I'm a little more organized and that kind of thing, being the one who is doing all the things to keep our life um, going. So for me, that means, you know, I'm, I'm scheduling a doctor's appointments. I'm picking up kids. I'm, um, kind of the, I, I see myself a little bit as like a, the captain of our ship, let's say as our family ship. And so, um, I think that there's probably a lot of other women that can relate to that. And, um, as a result, I started thinking, gosh, you know, there are so many systems that I have in place, um, that have helped along the way as I've, you know, taken more ownership of being the captain of my ship, let's say. And so, um, they're just like tactical tools, organizational tools, um, that kind of thing, just little habits even that have helped me keep us afloat. Um, and so I decided that I would start uh, creating, p- putting those kind of ideas and practices down on paper. And it turned out that stationery was a good format to do that um, just because, you know, you can do you can organize your meals that way through stationery, or you can um, leave, you know, prioritize your to-do lists or leave notes for your babysitters through um, just fun, cute stationery. Um, but I would also say that I offer some tactical tools and um, what I call simple solutions that are just little built-in habits that um, have kind of helped me along the way. And so I share those as part of my business as well. Um, so like for instance, right now, so while I have the stationery and I sent you some of that, which is like a meal planning tool and, um, like I have some morning routine checklist that you can help your kids kind of stay on task in the morning and in the afternoons, that kind of thing. Um, but then I also right now I'm doing, um, this fun little campaign where, I am helping busy moms work through a checklist to prepare for the holidays so that when November and December get here, it's not such a busy, chaotic, overly, or overwhelmingly stressful time. Um, and so, but I realized that we only have like 15 minutes a day, probably, or even five minutes a day sometimes to um, dedicate to some sort of quick habit that that helps us get ahead. And so this checklist is a 20-day checklist that basically um, runs through an activity a day that you can do to get your house ready, to get your calendar ready, to kind of build your gift-giving strategy so that when November and December hit, you don't feel completely overwhelmed and stressed out. And you can actually like be present to enjoy it. So my heart behind it is really, my heart behind my business is really to give busy moms tools to help them do life so that they can not feel so chaotic and they can actually be present to do the important stuff with their kids. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I was just looking on your, on your Instagram stories and your video for today. And yeah, because I don't, it it was so nice to even have that reminder because I just don't think of stuff like that. Like (laughs) Um, I am a very last minute kind of, I need like a hard deadline, but I think it's great to have this, this campaign to just kind of be like, okay, you know, get it going. So now it's like in my head, like, okay, now I I need to start thinking about the holidays. Like they are right around the the corner, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, I mean, it's so, it just, it like, well, like you said, it creeps up on you. And so Mm -hmm. you feel like, oh no, I've got to get you know, I've got to get my ticket spot for this and I've got to get my house ready for this. And, oh no, I don't have all this space. I'm decorating, but I've, I've got so much stuff all around. I got to figure out where to put it so that I can put decorations up or whatever, you know, whatever it is. So, um, that checklist is sort of like at the beginning, the first five days are about getting your calendar ready and kind of setting your intentions for the season, knowing, when to say yes to things, when to say no to things, what you want to say yes and no to, and go ahead and like building them in your schedule. And then um, the next section is about getting your house ready. So whether that's like, um, like I'll spend a little bit of time clearing out my kids' rooms of things like Happy Meals toys or, you know, clothes that they don't need anymore. Mm -hmm. 
can make space for new gifts that are coming or um, so that I can make a mental note of, oh, what is it that they, they possibly are playing with now that I could add to their gift list? Um, so it's just kind of clearing out um, areas in our house to make room for what the holidays bring. Mm-hmm. All they bring, whether it's decorations, gifts, or food, you know, that you're preparing or wine from Naked Winery. So um, anyway, you know, and then the last part is really about sort of building your gift giving strategy and getting your Christmas cards or holiday cards ready, um, that kind of thing. So yeah, but again, it's just 15 minutes a day. So it's not, it's not overwhelming. It's just, if you can carve out just a little bit of time every day to do one thing, then it's going to make the season, I really believe, a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And I love that. Like, And I looked at a lot of your um, your different um, options that you have on your website, and I just love it. Because, I mean, I, I constantly have like my, like my notes app open on my phone, but I really am, I like writing on paper, and I like writing notes. So like, I just love what you're doing because they're cute and they're like, just the size of them is perfect. And it's like right there to be able to just jot it down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think there is, for me, at least there's something about when you write it down, you're more committed to it and you are like, have to get it done. Or it's a dream that you want to make happen. Like putting that pen to paper, there's something really, um, I don't more enlivening about that to me. So thank you much. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, okay. Yeah. So this kind of like leads into my, my next question. Cause it sounds like you have a pretty good system for balancing work and life, um, with all of these different processes, which is amazing. So do you have any like tips on, on how to balance work and life? Well, you know, okay. So <laughs> I think balancing life is almost like this mystical unicorn because <laughs> <laughs> So much comes, you know, so much comes at you. It's, there's so many things that you can't predict that are going to happen in in a day or a month or, you know, with, especially when you throw kids into the mix, it's, um, it can be very hard, I think, to, to balance life and really almost like determine what that looks like. So for me, um, there are there are a few things that I do to try to maybe more prioritize my days or my seasons so that I don't feel overwhelmed. And maybe that is achieving balance at some level. Um, but every day, and this is this might sound crazy to some people, um, but it's my sanity. Um, so I get up early, early in the morning, like five five o'clock in the morning and I um, walk downstairs and I am by myself usually in the dark um, with my cup of coffee and um, that is a practice that I have that helps me I pray I usually read a psalm in the Bible and then I just kind of sit and think about the day and nobody is clamoring for my attention um, there's no deadline that I have to meet. It's just time for me to sit and pray and think about the important things that need to happen that day. And so, uh, first of all, I would say that's a huge, for me, that has been a great way for me to get some time by myself where I feel sane and I can start the day fresh without... Um, Oh, the whirlwind of craziness that begins once everybody else gets up and starts getting ready for school and work and that kind of thing. Um, so I'd say that's, that's my first thing. And then um, kind of like I mentioned before, developing like small little habits to help me um, maintain some order throughout the chaos has been really helpful. So for me, I think, um, what feels out of balance, what makes things feel out of balance is when there's like a lot of visual chaos in my life. Like when my house feels not necessarily dirty, but more um, just cluttered. And and I feel cluttered and less orderly. It makes me feel um, 
out of balance. And so I've sort of slowly incorporated small things in my life to help me clear some of that mental and visual clutter, um, which makes me a more sane, happier person to be around. (laughs) 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 So, so, so like an example of that would be, I do a load of laundry a day. So I mean, I just usually throw a load in in the morning in the washer. Sometime throughout the day, I'll transfer it to the dryer. And then sometimes if I'm lucky, I'll fold fold it before I, and put it away before I go to bed. So I don't, on Saturdays and Sundays, I don't have loads and loads of laundry to sort through. Mm -hmm. Another thing I do is um, I try to have my dishwasher clean at night, like meaning emptied at the end of the night so that when I wake up in the morning, there's a place to put dirty dishes immediately. So I don't have to look at dirty dishes spread um, all over my counter when I walk in after being at work all day or being, you know, running around with the kids doing different activities. Um, So that's another like really small habit that doesn't take much time, but it's intentional so that I don't, like I said, because dirty dishes stress me out. They may not stress everybody out. For me, a counter full of dirty dishes when I walk into my house just feels bad. And it makes me feel like that's one more thing I have to do. So if I can have a place to house them and then run them right after, run the dishwasher right after dinner and then unload it, then I don't have you know, I'm later before I go to bed, then in the morning, I've got a place to put all those dirty dishes that accumulate throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I love that. So that makes just, sense. Just like, honestly, just little habits like that, that have helped me. And really, like I said, it's just, it helps me um, be more present and available to my family with, like I always tell my kids, having a happy heart. Like I, I am more present with a happy heart as opposed to a stressed out heart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I would say like that morning, that, that first, that time in the mornings that developing like little habits along my day. And I mean, every day that isn't like that. I can't do that every day, but, but if I can try to do those things most days, then it makes for a, a better balance for me. And then also like the last thing I would say is just intentionally trying to build in margin for me to, and my family to rest. So for me, that margin, a lot of times it looks like not answering my phone when it rings. If there's an emergency, then I can, I'll get a text or I'll get a second phone call and I know I need to answer it. But I don't have a ton of time in the day to, to talk on the phone. So one way I can kind of draw some boundaries and build in margin is to build in quiet space. And that means not answering my phone all the time or um, making sure that on the weekend, one night a week during the weekend, like either Saturday or Friday night, that we don't have a commitment one of those nights so that our family is at home and we're just hanging out. Those those kinds of things, um, I'm in trying to intentionally build in rest so that we're not crazed all the time because, you know, it life can get so crazy and you're running in and out. And even with those things, sometimes I feel like I still can't achieve balance, you know, Mm -hmm. but I think thinking, trying to determine what are the stressors, what are the things that can be removed and making that happen so that we are doing the the most critical things. Yeah. I I love that. I love everything you said. Um, Just, you know, it makes it so much easier and less like intimidating almost if just, these being intentional about these little things to kind of keep going. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, like yeah. the dishwasher and, you know, not answering your phone, just creating like, cause that little bit of time here, like each little spot really adds up, you know? Um, and it makes such a difference. Yeah, it does. It, it, it does add up. And, um, yeah, but you know, and I too, like I, I would say, determining, um, there's a, a girl that I listen to. She has a podcast called the lazy genius and she's her, um, her slogan is, um, 
be a genius about the things that matter and be lazy about the things that don't. So Mm. for me, I've identified that visual clutter stresses me out. That matters to me, that things are picked up. Um, You know, for somebody else, that might not even be what stresses them out. So I think like kind of just taking some time to determine really what matters in the day and developing habits around that so that um, you're in a better place, just mentally, physically, that kind of thing is so important as a mom when you've got so many things clamoring for your attention. Yeah, totally. And it's easy to, if you, if we don't think about like how the day is going to go or, you know, where we can be intentional about things, it can fly by and you're like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> you yes. know, like it just can take like life of its own, you know? And so I don't know. Yeah. I've like struggled with that before uh, and I'm still not great at it. Um, but yeah, like the days that I do kind of really, like you said, kind of just take a little while, get up early. Like I used to be in the habit of getting up at like five and I loved it, but, and I, I have not been in that habit for a little while now. And especially now that it's like going into like fall here in Oregon and it's so cold and dark in the morning. Yes. <laughs> I yes. not want to get out of bed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it make it is, I'm so glad you said it. Cause I just made a note to myself. It's like, I, I just forget like how good that feels and how different it changes everything for the day and the intention. And like, that kind of is a ripple effect on everybody in the house and business and, and, you know, all of that. So I love what you're sharing with the world. Oh, <laughs> well, and you know, I, you're, you're speaking to something that I realize is so important, but I think as parents, we don't realize what kind of tone we have the power to set in our, mm. our household, you know? So like, like you were saying, it really does kind of set the tone. If, if your, your mood kind of, you know, there's that saying, um, I don't know, I'm from the South, so this may not ring true for you. <laughs> Mom is not happy. Nobody's happy. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> And it does, it does feel that way. Like, I think we don't realize, you know, that we, I mean, we have a little bit more power to sort of set the pace and the the tone than we realize sometimes. So, um, trying to do that in a positive way as opposed to a negative way is, can be kind of challenging. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And well, like you said earlier, you know, we are kind of the captains of the ships, like, um, love my husband. He does so much, you know, I mean, he homeschools the kids, he does a lot of the cooking and the cleaning. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll be like, you know, a maze game, a soccer game Saturday at 10. What? Really? I'm like, really? You do. (laughs) (laughs) So like I said, like we, like all of those like little details, you know, like it's kind of up to us. And it's like, we kind of are like, like the captain and the anchor at the same time. So it's kind of like all encompassing, you know? And so, yeah, 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 totally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I, I am with you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, no, I love that. I just like scribbled like a ton of notes. So I'm so excited about uh, just know, <laughs> putting some things into action that like I have been kind of sitting on. <laughs> um, cool. So kind of with that, like, do you have any like apps or automation or anything that you use to make, you know, business life, all of that any easier? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, um, like business wise, since I have only been doing this stationery for the busy girl for like, um, a, about a little over a year. I mean, it started in my mind a couple years ago, but really celebrated my first year anniversary in August. So um, still, yes, yes. So that was super exciting for me, but I'm still learning just so much. And I think, you know, there's, I I am a lifelong learner. And so there's just so many exciting things out there and tools available to make life easier. Um, And one of the things though, I'm realizing is it takes a little legwork to investigate and to learn it yourself. But once you put it into action, and especially like if you do if you use something over and over, you know, it, it just becomes so much easier for you. So, um, for me, you know, I'm a little one, one man show right now, one woman show. So I'm, um, I use Squarespace, you know, for my, um, website, which I like a lot. It's, it's been great. And I'm learning how to integrate MailChimp into that. I send out like, you know, some, um, on my email list, I send out MailChimp, um, campaigns and newsletters and that kind of thing. And 
Um, so I, I like MailChimp a lot and have really enjoyed that. And it integrates nicely with Squarespace. So that's been good. Um, and then I'm learning a, a lot about automation through MailChimp and Squarespace. And I'm, I'm like I said, I'm kind of in the legwork um, cycle of that right now where I'm just learning. But I recently did like created a landing page through MailChimp and then automatically um, sent out a uh, an email that I had created, but it was all, it just made me so happy because I realized, oh my goodness, there's so, so much available to me if I just can take some time to do a little bit of research and figure out, you know, what I want things to say, then there's so much automation out there. Um, so I, those two things I'm, I'm fairly familiar with. And I, I actually have even been doing um, some newsletters for a few other people just because I enjoy it so much. So uh, through, through MailChimp. So that's been um, fun. And then personally, I, um, I use, I, I am a sucker and totally convinced that online grocery shopping is a lifesaver for me. So I use my local grocery store app and do pickup, like an online order and pickup, which has just been life-changing. Um, that is and- awesome. Yes. We don't have Can that. Do like that? We're, no, I can't, we don't have it out here. Like the town I live in is pretty small. So okay. like a few times though, like um, I have a good friend who recently went through some things. So I like, she lives near you actually. She lives in Holly Springs. And so I got on like Insta- oh, yeah. Instacart and sent her some wine. I'm like, man, this is awesome. <laughs> like, I wish I had yes. this. But yeah, I can see how that is a life changer. <laughs> Yes, it is fabulous. I am going to hope that you guys get one because I mean, get, you know, get some sort of online ordering and pick up the grocery store because (laughs) it is, it is, it is great. And, um, and then, you know, I have some apps on my phone and stuff like, like you said, the notes and, um, my husband and I use any list, which is great for, um, sharing like grocery lists if he needs to add something or Christmas lists or, you know, like throughout the year, I'm thinking about birthdays and things. I'm, I'm really into buying for practical purposes. So mm-hmm. my point like, they'll probably go up, grow up, you know, scarred because they got a container with Legos in it instead of just the Lego set. But I just, <laughs> they'll appreciate I, it when they become on, adults. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and they have so, kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll, that one day they'll appreciate it. But yeah, use, we, he and I share our, the, um, any list app. We have lots of, of shared lists within that app that we use to add to for, like I said, grocery lists and birthday lists and Christmas lists, that kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, uh, just anything time-saving. And like I said, I've got so much to learn. So I know there's a ton out there that I have not um, had an opportunity to you know dive into yet, but there's just so many great tools out there. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it sounds like you're off to a great start. And I love Squarespace and MailChimp. They both like, especially MailChimp's really come a long way in the last few years. Like they have got so much to offer. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I think there's a lot probably I, I haven't even um, figured out yet. But yeah, there's there are so many tools. So I'm grateful for that. I can't imagine what it would be like to start a business from scratch without those tools. Right. Or like in the 80s or like 70s. Like what? how, like, what did, like, what did people do? Yeah, I know. know? I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, we're so lucky uh, this day and age for sure. Yes. Spoiled. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, so what do you do to help your business grow? You know, like how do you get out of your comfort zone and you have any examples of this or tips? Yeah. So I, you know, I, um, a couple things. Actually, you mentioned me being on the Instagram stories and that that is something that I've recently started doing to get out of my comfort zone because it was it was really scary for me and I actually love it. It's so fun. Like I feel like I'm just talking to my friend. Mm-hmm. Just a quick like 2 minutes or 1 minute even video that I've been doing for this mainly just for this um like holiday checklist, um my ultimate guide to prepare for the holidays, but um but I have enjoyed that so much, but it has been out of my comfort zone. So I am, I'm learning, um, a lot about stepping outside of that through Instagram stories. And then, um, also I think, you know, I'm just a big believer in relationships and, um, there's so much to be said just for 
being kind to people and um, just pursuing relationships out of genuine authenticity and kindness. Um, And in, in my friendships and in those relationships, I have been so surprised to see how that has moved my business along. Not even necessarily me expecting it, but like I have this sweet friend. I, so one of the things I've been doing is trying to get my stationery into stores. And um, it's and so that's a whole different learning curve too. But um, I, I've been able to get it into stores really through friendships. Either like I have this sweet friend um, who lives in a different um, city than I do in Wilmington, North Carolina. And mm-hmm. I was sharing with her about, um, I'm doing for Christmas, these um, advent cards for kids. It's a little advent card set. And um, it's all about just uh, spreading kindness through random acts every day. And um, so I was telling her about that. And she has, she said, hey, I would love to um, send this to somebody who I, who I know that owns a store in the area. Um, and so she's like, if you'll send me, you know, one of your sets, I will, I will take it to her. And sure enough, she did it. This is my sweet friend. She did that. And the, the shop owner contacted me and said, I'd love to buy some from you. Oh, that's um, awesome. So, yeah. So I feel like, um, really the, just friendships, you know, and friendships go such a long way. Um, and, and not that we use those for our, our gain. But I think just sharing, um, you know, sharing about how we want to help and maybe that turns into something and and maybe it doesn't, but mm-hmm. it's, for me, it's just been about being transparent about what's bringing me life and what I'm enjoying and something new that I've started. And I have just been blown away by what people have, have, have done as, as a result of that. So for me, you know, I would say the, the real success has just been from people being just kind to me and giving me a chance. Oh, that's awesome. And I mean, but that even, that's scary, you know, even just like sharing what we do, you know what I mean? Like, cause it's like, well, I don't know. Do they think I'm like trying to sell to them or like, you know, like you said, it's just something that lights you on fire and you want to share about it, but I don't know, I guess in my own experience, like it's been uncomfortable for me sometimes to talk about, you know, everything that I do. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I, I, yes, I totally, you don't want to sound salesy or. And like, you're um, not going for the sale. You're like, you're really just trying to to share, you know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Yeah. So, so you're right. That can be out of your comfort zone. Um, but I, I found that there's just such a, a network of wonderful entrepreneurs who know what you're going through. And so they, they have such empathy and will just do, you know, so much for your success. Yeah. So I totally. think that's the amazing thing about it, the community of, um, especially, I mean, I'm not in men, men's circle, male circles as much, but just women entrepreneurship, I just feel like it's such a, it, ha, it has such a great community and has the potential to just, um, really encourage other business owners as opposed to discouraging them. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like I mean, all of the women that I've ever like spoken to on this podcast or just like kind of been involved with, with different groups and everything, like open books, like all they, they'll share, they want to help. Like it's more of like a, you know, we all succeed together, you know, kind of mentality, which is just amazing. And like coming in, like as a new entrepreneur, you might not think that like you don't want to be like, Oh God, you know, I don't want to ask all these questions, things that I'm taking from them, but it's not like that at all. You know, like it's actually like just, I don't know, like a sisterhood. It's awesome. It is. It is. It's really cool. So yeah, I would say, um, I would say that that is so important and has helped my success a ton. That's awesome. That is so cool. And then, um, yeah, I hear you on the IG stories. You look like you did amazing. Like, I don't know if you've gotten like super comfortable with it. Cause you seem to super comfortable. Like I'm terrified of them. I can't like, I'm always telling my clients. I'm like, you need to do videos. And I have like one video. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. It terrifies me. <laughs> 
It is. It's a big deal. You, yeah. you just kind of put yourself out there, you know? <laughs> Totally. So, yes, I can relate. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, well, cool. So yeah, last, yeah, yeah, our last question, your five favorites, um, your favorite book, uh, your favorite drink, um, thing to do to relax, watch and place to go. Yes. I love these questions. They're so fun. And I've really enjoyed hearing what everybody has to say because it runs the gamut for sure. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah it totally does. Like there's all kinds of answers. It's so fun. It is. It's really um, a really fun. I like it. So, um, so yeah, you, you might have to remind me along the way, but, um, and I'm going to say the same thing that lots of people have said, which is so hard to find, to talk about your favorite book because <laughs> there's, so there's so many. many. So I'm going to share a couple <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a handful. My favorite. Um, so, you know, there's two, I, I love nonfiction. I love fiction. Okay. Like just good Southern beach fiction, just mm-hmm. to, to escape. And so um, there's a, an author named Dorothy Benton Frank who um, writes out, uh, she actually lives in New York city, but I think she grew up in um, Charleston or the low country of South Carolina, what they refer to as the low country. Mm-hmm. And, um, so she writes all about uh, South Carolina coastal living fiction, and I love it. I just lose myself in those books. So that's like fun, um, brainless, uh, awesome read for me. Um, and then I would say more like practical kind of um, a more pensive maybe uh, literature that I've enjoyed is... Um, one of my favorites is 10,000 Gifts by Anne Voskamp. I've heard of that. Oh, it is. She is an amazing writer. I mean, she just, her, her language is just beautiful and very poignant. So I, I love her. And um, that's all about um, thankfulness, really. Like she kind of does this experiment to see if she can write down all the things she's thankful for and it, it changes her whole perspective on life. So that's awesome. It is. Yes, it is so good. Um, I read that like a long, long time, probably maybe, I don't know, eight years ago and it really changed me anyway. So that, and then, um, there's a book called present over perfect by Shauna Nyquist or Nyquist that I, I love. Um, she's a great author that kind of is, um, a little, a little spiritual and a little bit um, practical with like fun recipes and neat stories. And, um, I like her a lot. And then, um, Emily P Freeman, I like a lot. She has written a book and she has a podcast called the next right thing. That is fabulous that I highly recommend. So awesome. that was five books, maybe five (laughs) author and three books or something. Anyway, there I am. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I'm thinking, I don't know, I have this in mind for the new year, like starting a book club with like all of the recommendations from this podcast. So the more books, the merrier. (laughs) Yeah, that's fabulous. I love that idea. Yeah, I think it would be fun. So uh, I'm trying to figure out like the mechanics and, you know, how to. Yeah, would it be like an online community kind of? Yeah, I think so. Like, I don't know, maybe like a Facebook group. And then I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I like it. Keep me posted. That would okay. be super fun to be a part of. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I, I've tried one a few months ago and it was like, I sent out a weekly email about like the questions, but I, you, you know, you don't really get the community that way. So I'm trying to, to brainstorm how to do that. So I will definitely yeah. keep you posted. Do, do. Awesome. Would- um, yeah. So your, what's your favorite drink? Okay. It oh, be yeah. anything. So my favorite drink, um, a cafe mocha. I know that sounds kind of mm-hmm. lame. No, not at all. I, I, I drink one almost every day. It is my favorite. So um, there's a little local coffee shop that I love to go to here in Raleigh called Sola Cafe. And um, I love to get one there. And then, of course, like, you know, drive through Starbucks. So, yes. Awesome. And my favorite thing to, to relax. Is that the next thing? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite thing to do to relax 
is spend time by myself right now. <laughs> I am with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's refreshing for me. And I just a little bit goes a long way. So, um, like I said, those morning, it really like, if I can pull myself out of bed, being by myself in the morning is, is like wonderful for me. So yeah, <laughs> I, totally I like agree. that. Um, and then my favorite thing to watch is um, I really like historical fiction a lot. So um, I, I recently watched um, that movie, Brooklyn. Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't even heard of it. Oh, it's so good. I think I got like a bunch of Academy Awards a while ago, like a few years ago, but it is so good. And it's about a girl who immigrates, an Irish girl who immigrates to the United States. I think it's like in the 40s or 50s and it's so good. Um, I love, I think I enjoy like the fashion in historical fiction and just the storytelling and that I'm like, even though it's fiction because there's some history, I feel like I'm gaining some bit of knowledge. Right. Yeah. Wait, I think I have seen it actually. Now that you said that, like the Irish girl that immigrates to the U.S. because there's not that many like that. Um, does like her sister like randomly die and then she decides, Yes, yes. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. And it was like a love story. She meets the guy when she comes over, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was a good one. I did like It was that just one. so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's kind of like movies are kind of like books. You know, it's really hard to narrow it down. But that's my, that, that's my most recent favorite that I enjoyed a lot. I'm going to um, watch it again. Yes, yes. Um, and then the... I Please like, I really enjoy The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel um, on Netflix. It's a little, um, it can be a little, a little racy, but it's, I, it's, again, it's like historical fiction. And I think that's why I like it. Like the mm-hmm. fashion and the, um, the storytelling, it's about a woman. Have you seen it? No, I, I have seen like the, like it pop up on my Netflix, but I, I've never watched it. Yeah. Okay. Well, as an entrepreneur, you might be able to relate, relate to it because she's a comedian trying to make it. And oh, okay. it's so good. Like it just, I think, yeah. So anyway, it's, it's, I, I enjoy that. So, um, just because I can relate to it a little bit. And I think that's why I liked Brooklyn too, is because it's sort of, um, you know, it's a girl making a hard choice to leave her family, to move to a new place and do something new. Mm-hmm. And, out of rebirth that comes out of it in her soul and her life, but she had to make a lot of hard choices. And I think for me, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, just there's a lot of like leaving what's not working or what's old and starting new and it takes risk and there's heartache, but there's also a lot of wins and, um, you know, you never know if you don't try. So I think all of those emotions and that sort of ambition wrapped up into that movie, um, I could really relate to as a, uh, in both of those shows as an entrepreneur. So, um, so yeah, so those, and then um, my favorite place to go is in the winter time. I'm not a winter girl. And so <laughs> I'm anywhere where it's sunny. Mm-hmm makes me so happy. I just, I don't like the short days and I don't like the cold weather and I don't like the gray. So, um, Oh, thankfully my husband's with his work, we've been able to go to some fun Caribbean islands in the winter. Oh, nice. And that has been fabulous. It's just good for my soul to get that vitamin D and to get the sunshine. And, um, yeah. So, I, I mean, it sounds a little shallow to say like the beach, sunniness. No, but that's not, that's what, what lights you up, you know? <laughs> it's a, well, yeah, it's a, it's a little more than that for me. Yeah. Just yeah. what brings me um, life. And I think the girl from um, Mama, Mama Needs a Box. Oh Jen, yeah, Jen. Uh-huh. She was talking about one of her face, uh, favorite places is Sanibel Island. And mm-hmm. I got to go there one time and it is very, a very magical place. So, um, anyway, I, I, I could relate to that. And I thought, yeah, I think just in general, sunny areas are wonderful for me. So yeah, totally. Um, (laughs) we are, well, like the time change in what, two weeks next weekend. I mean, here, like, I mean, in December, it's like dark, like pitch, not pitch, but like dark at like four and it doesn't get light until like eight thirty the next morning. 
like where oh. I'm at. And so, yeah, it is. And then it's kind of gray and rainy. <laughs> so um, I can totally relate to wanting um, some sunshine in, in the winter because yeah, like, and that's why a lot of people where I live here, um, a lot of them are windsurfers. And so they'll actually just go down to like Baja, Mexico for like the entire winter. And they just like kiteboard and, you know, they're on the beach and I'm like, well, honey, oh, that's we need amazing. to be, yeah, we need to be kiteboarders. We'll just follow them along. <laughs> like, where they go. like We're so not water sports people, but Hey, I'll just follow them to the beach. <laughs> You could take that on. I mean, that would be wonderful. I can, I can see how I could do that. Like if, yeah. if I could, like just to, just to get away from the dark, like you said, the darkness and the cold and. Our um, first few years here were tough. Like I said, we're from New Orleans. So, you know, it was a 180 coming up to the Northwest. Well, I, I, I could take that back. I'm originally from here, but I moved to New Orleans when I was in like grade school. So like, that's really what I knew, but, um, right. so technically I'm from Washington. I was born here. Um, but yeah, I mean, spending so much time there and then coming up here, you know, as, as an adult and just, yeah, the first few winners we were like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? <laughs> Wow. Well, and I heard you say, I, I think on another podcast that you actually moved to North Carolina thinking it would be better. Yes. First, which is crazy to me because now I lived in the mountains of North Carolina for about six years and it about did me in because of weather. It was too gray and too cold. It was a totally different climate than where I, I live in Raleigh. But um, I, I feel for you because it's, it can get, I mean, I, I can see how it was, it, you, it, you said it was like a, a really bad wet year that year. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, it was like a record breaking year. It was, um, so we left here cause yeah, wanting, so we're actually where we lived in Washington, we're like 25 minutes away, but, um, the way the mountains are here, we get way less rain in Hood River, Oregon than we do like the 25 minutes away in Washington. Um, just the way like the clouds come over the Cascades, they just sat where we were. So here oh, we get a okay. lot more sunshine, thank God. Um, but where we were, we got about like 80 inches of rain a year. Where we went in North Carolina, we went to Brevard, like right outside of Asheville, and we got 126 inches of rain. <laughs> and we were like, what? Wait, what just what? happened here? <laughs> We're going back, but we're going to like the sunny part, <laughs> sunnier oh, part anyway. I am so sad that you had that experience in North Carolina. Well, it was great. And we met amazing people. And like I said, my best girlfriend, she lives in Raleigh. Like I do miss it. Like, and you know, like I said, just growing up in the South. Um, but I don't know. There is something about the mountains up here where I live that just kind of like doesn't leave whenever you leave. Like, I don't know. It, it is home now. And yeah, my kids that's love so cool. it. And but yeah, so yeah, life's and funny. Just, yeah, well, th that you guys had the courage to move out and then the courage to move back, you know? Yeah. Like, I think both of those things could be tricky. So it's really neat that you just kind of decided, okay, this is not working for us. We're going to go back. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, I don't know. It was good and bad, you know, and you always question it. It's, you know, just kind of like being a business owner, like nobody's telling you what to do. And so you just have to like kind of pray and trust and do the things, even if they're not super easy, but, um, I know we made the right decision and it's been great. We love where we live. So yeah. Yeah. That's really neat. Good for you. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, where can everybody find you online? What's your website and your social media and all that good stuff? Yeah. So my website is, um, kendallpgilbert.com. Kendall spelled like, uh, the wine, Kendall Jackson. Um, uh, I like it. Um, Gilbert. And then um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook um, under Kendall Gilbert, but I, um, I do more, sh a lot more sharing on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So Kendall P. Gilbert um, is my Instagram handle. And I, I probably, that's the best place to find me. Awesome. Are you on Pinterest at all? Like, I think... You would be uh, yes, huge actually. On I am. I need to figure out how to use that better because for for like you know marketing and yeah. um. See, I sh I maybe I should talk to you about that um because it's um yeah I, I'm not on Pinterest. I mean I I have my own little pins and that kind of thing, but I'm not using it for my business as much. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, totally. Um, and I think that's how a lot of us start. Um, but yeah, I think for a business that would be huge for you because it's such a um traffic, like a huge traffic driver, um, and for free. So I think, you, you know, probably know Elizabeth McCravey in, um, Blooming Business. 
She's um, on the website. I know who she is. Yes. Okay. If you, I think I'm pretty sure she did a blog post on it. I mean, she was getting, I think over like a million views a month or something. What? So go to her website and look for that blog post. And I think she's got like a ton of tips in there that you could use. Okay. Melissa, uh, um, uh, Elizabeth what? McCravey. Elizabeth. Sorry. Mm-hmm. McCravey, right? Yes. Elizabeth mm-hmm. McCravey. Yeah. She's super sweet. She did my website and yeah, she's awesome. Oh, oh, did she do Amber's? Yes. Uh-huh. That's her. Okay. I know who she is. Okay. Awesome. That, that helps me with a name. I mean, just a name with a face. So. Yeah, totally. Awesome. I'm writing it down right now. Well, um, thank you so much. This has been super fun. I know. I know. It, it really has been such a great conversation. Thank you for taking the time. And I'm so glad. I'm sorry for like the mix-ups and I'm just so glad we were finally able to connect. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and no worries about the mix-up. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we waited because um, it, it just worked out better. So, um, so you, are you, you're not going to bloom in live then, are you? No, bl- not this year. Um, I also started doing uh, James Wedmore's business by design. So that. Yeah. I've heard you talk about that. Yeah. He's cool too. Like he's amazing. You should check out his stuff. He's got a podcast and like his website. He's super helpful. Um, okay. And so, um, yeah, just making both of those, like, you know, Amber's and then that investment as well. I was like, well, I don't think it's in the cards this year, but hopefully next year. (laughs) Yeah, no. Well, and uh, to fly across the country to Nashville is quite an investment too. Yeah. Totally. I know. I'm like, well, if we were still in North Carolina, we right there, but <laughs> I know. Yeah. But, yeah. That's not helping anything by thinking that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what we should, well, I, I don't know what the policy will be and that kind of thing, but it would be fun to just send you like a little video, you know? So you- I know. I was wondering if Amber was going to record any of them or, um, do lives or anything, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. We'll have, well, uh, um, I'll try to like if I, I'll try to at least like, you know, ping you through Instagram or something and just say, Hey, this is what we're doing. So oh, you- awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That'd be great. Well, cool. Well, um, Nicole, thank you so much. This has been so fun. I hope you have a wonderful day. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you so much. And, um, thanks for listening everybody. <laughs>